Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's what I'm talking about. Happy, happy Friday, my friends. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 6.08. Your time check brought to you by... Hayes Jewelers. Well, the answer's always yes. Let's do some banging, huh? I guess it took Todd Rundgren a a few tries to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Got to the point where he's like, yeah, you know what you can do with your awards. You know, a lot of rock artists have felt that way about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, he just happened to have... uh, you know, a gig already lined up when mm. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was going to induct him. Oh. And he said, yeah, which was just a few miles down the road from Cleveland, apparently. Really? So, yeah, but we love old Todd Rundgren. Oh, and yeah. He was a huge influence uh, in music on many different levels. In fact, uh, I think he was a big influencer for uh, our uh, local guy, the late, great Tom Petty. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Boy, and you always know who he is because he walks in the room and goes, hello, it's me. Really? Yeah. Hello? It's me. It's me. Great song, isn't it? Yes, it is. I totally agree. <laughs> hey, it's Friday. What do you expect? It is. Happy, happy Friday. Uh, locally, Southeastern Youth Fair Livestock Auctions are going on. That's at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion in Ocala. This is a time of year where I, I don't think they're the only ones doing this kind of thing. So right. check with like your local FFA or uh, 4-H groups mm-hmm. uh, for what they're up to. But I got a couple of really nice letters from the uh, uh, Hepperl family. Uh, McKenna sent me uh, a letter. Nice. And uh, dear Bob Rose, I like that. Aww. And uh, her brother Jack. Yeah. And um, Jack's um, pig is named... A uh, hammy. Cute. And he, he took this pig in October yeah. of 23, okay. weighing 43 pounds. All right. Fed her three times a day. The pig now weighs 208. Woo! From 43 to 208. Man. And we thought we could put on some pounds if we weren't careful. 
And then um, McKenna's pig, a uh, crock pot. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. Yeah. Uh, but hilariously funny. Her pig, uh, she thinks, will be right around 260. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and it, she weighed 40 pounds uh, from the get-go. So big pigs. Yeah. Lots of livestock. Absolutely. And if you don't get down there, you're going to miss out today already. The lamb show. That starts at 9 a.m. And then there's the goat show. So I don't think Tom Brady's going to show up. Probably but not. But some other know. goats will be there. I think goats. Are, I think they're so cute. Yeah. You do goats? I think they're cute. The little ones especially, I think they're cute. Yeah, I heard uh, you get one to help keep your lawn down. And oh, but they'd eat all the shrubs. they the whole thing. The everything. Fence, picnic table. Yeah. That's where the sta- thing came from. They'll eat you out of house and home. It was originally that, and then they... And then they changed it to teenage oh. children. Oh, yes. Wise. All right. Uh, Trump, he's getting a, a, a no vote from the attempt to postpone having to pay the $355 million judgment. Imagine that. And, and so who, who said no? Well, it's the same uh, judge oh, my that originally put the ruling together. Like, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to petition the court. And so, of course, the guy says, uh, you have failed to explain, much less justify, any basis for a stay. I am confident that the appellate division will protect your appellate rights. So, in other words, he's saying, so pay up, because if you don't pay up, right. you then cannot go further in the process to go to the appellate court. Oh, my God. And, of course, he knows that Arthur Engeron knows that. He's the judge yeah. that, I mean... <laughs> What a mess. Yes. Uh, lefty nutbag yes. sitting on a court. I mean, it just is frightening. So and then, obvious. And then New York Attorney Letitia, uh, Attorney General Letitia James, on Tuesday, she prosecuted the case, you know, right. uh, against him, submitted uh, to the court a proposed judgment order based on Engeron's Friday ruling. But Trump lawyer Clifford Robert responded Wednesday claiming the AG's office didn't follow proper court procedure and made errors in the proposed judgment. He also argued that the defense side should have time to submit a proposed counter-judgment. Engeron signed the judgment Thursday. The court clerk will then sign off on it, after which Trump and co-defendants, which include his two eldest sons, Eric and Don Jr., will have 30 days to file an appeal. Mm. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. In order to appeal, he'll need to turn over the $355 million plus 9% interest as collateral. Wow. Ouch. Yeah? Man. That's why we said it's nearly half a billion dollars. Now, look, he might have that in cash. That's what he said the other night in a town hall meeting. But man, you're, then I bet oh. you're tying up like every oh. nickel and dime you have, and that's yeah. part of what they want to do. That's the kind of damage mm-hmm. that they want to do. Anything that um, they can do to hurt a Donald J. Trump, yet support for him just continues mm-hmm. and continues. Well, let me get one of the build. biggest developers. I uh, think of all the things that he has done for New York City over the years. I mean, when they didn't have the money to do their annual parade, he rallied the troops and made it happen. When they needed an ice skating rink, he rallied funds and made it happen. I mean, he has helped that city in so many ways, and they have turned on him uh, like Satan himself. Yeah, it's not the people per se. It's the 
political activists that have found themselves in higher office Uh uh, that now are, you know, wielding their power in an unseemly way, a political way. Um, It's these are dangerous precedents that are being set now. Absolutely, it's taking down your political adversary. Yeah, working on behalf of the party. Mm-hmm. Who who acts like that? Who talks like that? The Communist Party. That that's why there's only one party, like in China. <laughs> there's only one, the Communist Party, because they get rid of their political enemies. You, there's, <laughs> there's now no counterpoint. There's no alternative, and that's what many of the Democrats are striving toward. Because they know what's best. These, this is how these things start. Mm-hmm. Frightening. Frightening on many different levels. Uh, let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Mark, happy Friday. What's on your mind? Happy Friday and good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, I just wanted to uh, uh, share, in my opinion, New York is not going to get a penny out of Trump. The reason is that he's not guilty of the things they accuse him of. And uh, basically... They're not going to see a dime from him, and uh, yeah, I, I, that, that's, I, I just wanted to share that because yeah, not I, I, I hope you're right, and in, in, I think that eventually they will pull much of their business out of the oh, out yeah. of the city. Yeah. Hey, interesting story about CBS. You know, they fired one of their best reporters, Catherine Herridge, who used to work at Fox, but now it's come out that they. They have confidential files. They have her personal, well, it's the work computer, but they're they're doing things that is out of the norm, even for these lefty organizations like CBS. Details on that and a whole lot more coming your way on the Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Podcasting is not just for pod people. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. 621 on the Bob Rose Show. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Happy, happy Friday. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Follow the sky. Never miss a minute of the Bob Rose Show. Just one click. TheSky973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app. You'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast that's not just for pod people. Yeah. With every minute of the show, we appreciate your um, consideration. How's that sound? Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah, I like it. Troubling in the world of... Journalism, already a dying art, if you will. And CBS and a situation, an issue. The First Amendment is under attack from the left. Make no mistake about it on many different levels. But in this case, let's get to it. The acclaimed CBS reporter who was investigating the Hunter Biden laptop scandal before she was fired last week had her personal file seized by CBS in an unprecedented move. Catherine Herridge, who's in the middle of a First Amendment case being closely watched by journalists nationwide, was among 20 CBS News staffers let go as part of a larger purge of hundreds of employees at parent company Paramount Global. 
her firing stunned co-workers. But the network's decision to hold on to her personal materials, along with her work laptop, where she may have other confidential information, has left many staffers shaken. This, according to insiders, it's extraordinary, a source familiar with the uh, situation told the New York Post, noting that the files, which are presumptively now the property of CBS News, most likely contain confidential material from Herridge, uh, from her stints at both Fox and CBS. The source said the network boxed up all her personal belongings except for her notes and files and informed her that it would decide what, if anything, would be returned to wow. her. <clears throat> they never seize documents when they let you go, according to a secondary source. They want to see what damaging documents mm-hmm. that she has. A CBS spokesperson pushed back on the claims. Um, they said, we have respected her request to not go through the files, and out of concern for confidential sources, the office she occupied has remained secure since her departure. We are prepared to pack up the rest of her files immediately on her behalf, with a representative uh, present as she requested. Sources fear the network's actions could have an impact on her First Amendment case because her documents may contain privileged conversations that she had with her lawyers or um, the identities of sources. Remember, that's always been a protected thing. Right. That's how you get people to step forward and say, hey, something's not right here. Here's what I know, uh, without having to you know, out themselves. Harridge is under fire for not complying with U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper's order to reveal how she learned about a federal probe into a Chinese-American scientist who operated a graduate program in Virginia. Wow. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it has to do with China. Uh-huh. I wonder if there is a possible tie to the Biden family. Well, now, odds uh, are. Yep. Uh, she she could be ordered to pay uh, personally uh, fines that could total as much as $5,000 a day. Um, the journalist, yeah, she's may soon be held in contempt of court for not divulging her source for that investigative piece that she did in 2017 while working oh for Fox. Oh, goodness. Insider said there's concerns that CBS could be subpoenaed to reveal her source's identity. Now, that would threaten free press principles. Hmm. This is a company that only plays checkers. They don't play chess, the second source said. They don't understand the ramifications of their actions. Um, maybe they do. Maybe they do. And, yeah, it's not about playing checkers. It's about ethics and journalism. But (laughs) that's been trampled on for some time now. Yeah, pretty much. Heritage uh, Heritage has encountered roadblocks from higher-ups over Hunter Biden coverage, and she also clashed with CBS News President Ingrid Matthews, a sharp-elbowed executive who has investigated, was investigating clear 2021 over favoritism and discriminatory hiring and management practices. Wow. Jonathan Turley weighed in on it. He's a legal scholar and a former CBS legal analyst who first broke news of her documents being seized. Um, He put out an op-ed in The Hill. He said the timing of her termination raised suspicions. She was pursuing stories that were unwelcome 
by the Biden White House and many hmm. uh, Democratic powerhouses, including the Her report on Joe Biden's diminished mental capacity, the Biden corruption scandal, and the Hunter Biden laptop. All right. Well, there you have it. So, if you are, if you're one of the few honest journalists trying to protect sources, truly trying to search for the truth, hmm. you're going to be punished. Especially while this administration, the Biden administration, is in power. There's a lot more coming up. It is the Friday edition, so we got some fun stuff. Tooth Fairy. Ordering a bunch of pies and then not paying for them. I'm talking about a lot of pies. Ooh, pie. Mmm. That does sound good. Apple pie. Mmm. Three point something. No, it's different. That's different. 628 on Three point something. Oh, my teachers are so proud of me oh, every day. Oh, yeah, little Robbie. Happy, happy Friday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. Is Governor Newsom the Democrats' plan B for Biden? Donald Trump will be the Republicans' candidate. Joe Biden is the one Democrat who will beat him. As it happens. If I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. She's down by 30, 35 points. She's losing it big, big. The news station. Restricting the rights of those 18 to 21-year-olds infringes upon their Second Amendment rights. More news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. New on the sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now on News Talk 97.3, the sky. Right on Friday, baby, weekend. We're here. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. It is 638. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, uh, our uh, affiliate station up in Greenville, South Carolina, Word, they had an exclusive interview with the Donald. Whoa. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. And we've got some takeaways from it that I want to 
that I want to share with you when asked about, you know, basically what's going on at the border. We had the safest border in the history of our country, and now we have uh, an invasion of people coming in from mental institutions and from jails. They're pouring into our country. They're terrorists. Nobody can believe that this could be allowed. I mean, politically, right. it's no good. You know, they say maybe they'll vote, and there's truth. You know, they probably think, probably started off by saying, we'll get some people to vote for us. Mm. Yeah, yep. it's, it, remember what he said, animals, you know, coming across the board. Remember when he yep. referred to them? Now, like, mental patients yeah. and, yeah. you know, murders, drug deals. But now we know he's right. Yes. Before they, the left tried to pass judgment, now we know he was right again. Uh, okay, so we know what's taking place. What are you going to do about it? So the first thing I do is close up the borders and, and meaningfully. You know, I had Mexico give us 28,000 troops. They're going to give it to us again, 100%. Or we're going to do big numbers on them with taxation because they have to. Uh, they're pouring in through the caravans. They're coming in through all parts of our country now. You know, I built 571 miles of wall. We were going to add another 200. It was already made. All they had to do is put them up. It would have taken three weeks, and they didn't do it. Yeah, that's from our sister station, uh, W-O-R-D, Word. Word up! Yeah. In uh, Greenville, South Carolina, an exclusive with Donald J. Trump. They set the bar kind of high, Mr. Executive Producer. What do you, uh, how do you respond to this, Greg? Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going with the numbers. I have had uh, both of the Trump boys and a daughter-in-law on, so that's three members there. And we had Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yes, and so um, also had uh, Dr. Ben Carson, mm-hmm. had Pompeo. So if I put all of those together, yeah, it's still not Donald Trump. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but hey, I tried. I tried. Well, we'll keep trying. Oh yeah, uh, they love us. It's just you. It, He's a busy guy. Exactly. Well, and and just to be fair, um, he was he was actually at the uh, NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Association, a convention. So he was speaking there. So they probably had a little bit better access there. Yeah, and you couldn't get a hold of one of your pals because I know you've got friends there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Hey, how would you like to be this small business and you get this huge order? In this case, you're a bakery and you get this order from Tesla. You're like, wow, this is going to make my bank for the whole year. (laughs) As long as they actually follow through with the purchase. Uh Ruh-roh. California bakery owner left high and dry after electric car maker Tesla placed an order for $16,000 worth of pies, only to cancel just before the delivery went out the door. No. I mean, not just buying all the ingredients. Oh. I mean, actually cooking up the pies. Uh, Vohani Restaurantera, owner of the Giving Pies in San Jose, received the order on Valentine's Day for 4,000 pies from a rep at Elon Musk-owned company at, at, you know, at Tesla. Right. The Tesla worker reportedly told the black business owner, beloved by other Silicon Valley heavyweights, that the company wanted the pies delivered the following week for an event to commemorate Black History Month. Okay. Wow. Uh, She sent Tesla a quote, which the company rep approved. Okay. But Tesla's vendor... Did not send payment. Oh, no. The next day, 
um, said she inquired with Tesla about the lack of payment. She said, oh, I'm so sorry that vendor hadn't paid you yet. I think they're kind of new. And I have a question for you. Can we double the order? Oh, my goodness. And the owner agreed, though her staff had to work around the clock to oh, complete man. the job. Can you ma- complete it? Can you imagine? You're probably mm. going to pay some overtime, maybe a little oh, yeah. bonus money. I mean, everybody's going to share in this. It's going to be a great thing. The bakery owner said that to accommodate Tesla, she had to cancel other orders wow. as well as buy more ingredients. After taking on the heavier workload, she said she received a text message from the Tesla rep, which read, quote, it unfortunately sounds like we will be changing plans and will not be needing this order. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, the owner of the bakery goes a long way, right? Yeah. She said her business suffered a loss in excess of $16,000 as a result of the last-minute cancellation. This reversal left me reeling, realizing the extent of the impact on my small business. I had invested time, resources, and effort based on assurances from Tesla only to be left high and dry. When she inquired with Tesla about the cancellation, she was told the decision came from upper management. Hmm. The attempt to shift blame to upper management only compounded the betrayal, I felt. To me, it was clear. Tesla's corporate culture prioritized convenience over accountability, disregarding the livelihoods of small business owners like myself. Um, Okay. Hmm. All right, let's take a step back and look at this. Here you are, a small business. You get this huge order from a well-known big company that you know has money. Mm -hmm. You get excited. I'm I'm just being honest here. I think what happens is you get a little greedy. You get excited about this. You think about this additional income. It's going to, you know, might make your year. And so you put logic aside mm-hmm. and say, hey, I need payment or at least partial payment. I mean, if somebody's putting together like an $800 wedding cake, they're going to oh, yeah. go, uh, yeah, deposit. Uh, there's a deposit required yes, for that. Absolutely. And and you also have to have a policy, a cancellation policy. Yes. You know, uh, let's say at least 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Right? At least 48 hours. Not at delivery time. After no. they've doubled the order. No, it's rotten. And and you know what? Somebody messed up in, in Tesla. Yeah. Clearly. But I hate it when they just shrug it off and just try to blame somebody else. And you'll never get through the labyrinth no. of all the people. Somebody should make that right. Well, yeah. <laughs> since the story is public now, and it's even yes. in the New York Post... Maybe somebody will mm-hmm. address it properly. 645 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. And the weekend's here, baby. Happy Friday, 97.3 The Sky. He brings the brutal truth. They're trying the left to destroy Israel. Mark Levin. Hamas's attack Blinken saw it as an opportunity as they protect the Iranian regime. 6 o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. Happy, happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. 6.50, 10 minutes until 7 o'clock. Enjoy, enjoy the day as much as you can. Uh, might get a little sprinkle uh, in the morning, maybe. But then uh, 
We're expecting more stuff possibly yeah. uh, later this afternoon, maybe two-ish. Which is why I didn't wash the car yesterday. And I did. I washed... Did you really? I washed all four cars. I did a short job on most of them, but yeah. the, the little green Irish, uh, I'm calling it Irish now. Even though it's German? Yeah. yeah. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's Irish green. Mm-kay. But anyway, um, yeah, I tried, to, take I, long. I tried to work on the wheels. Oh, and there, there's you know the chrome. There's some yes. corrosion there. You just need different wheels. I am thinking that. Yeah, yeah. But Dave Mace just put a set of tires on my other BMW, so you know. Yeah, it's not like a. It's not like I'm some big you know highfalutin radio star with a bunch of cash. Yeah, we're only half right. Yeah, yeah. I the first part. <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> Uh, let's just say, let's well, just say the only thing that gives me a shred of humility yeah. is when I look at my paycheck. Yeah, and I'm not saying that complainingly at oh, no. all because I'm very very happy. He loves you, corporate. But I'm, you know, people make presumptions. Yeah. So yeah, I'm doing. Look, I'm doing fine. I'm not complaining. Um, life is good. I feel completely blessed. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, just like, you know, the Biden family feels blessed, right? They got Joe. Oh, yeah. They got brother James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this Ro Khanna, you know, he's this lefty congressman from California. You know, and it's... Mm-hmm. Why, why do you even bother talking to these people? I know. Um, he was on MSNBC. Shocking. Uh, the bastion of, uh, you know, truth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, right. And uh, it was talking about why he didn't attend the testimony um, from President Joe Biden's brother, James. Right. Uh, basically said nothing would come of it. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever give a $200,000 loan to my brother. But it just speaks to this president's character. He's a family oh, person. He's a family person. And you're wow. trying to take someone who is a human being, who's a caring father, mm-hmm. who's a caring brother... And politicize that. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. He's a family person. Uh-huh. And, and so is Hunter. Yes. Look how he took care of, uh, you know, his late brother's uh, widow. Oh, yeah. He, you he know, was, wasn't that nice? Now, that's over, caring for family. All over that. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, uh, this Ro Khan also went on and said, uh, well, we know that nothing is going to come of that, meaning that, you know, testimony. Well, that so may be true. The Republicans have been on a total fishing expedition. There's not a single piece of evidence linking this to Joe Biden. Their own caucus does not want uh, to do anything with this. And I think this is going to be the final nail in the coffin. They need to move on. Wow. So no matter what evidence is presented, like all these bank records mm-hmm. that uh, Jim Comer has already come up with, no, forget about that. Oh, and have they addressed, have any Democrats come out and try to defend why the Bidens have so many different shell companies? And you can't describe them in any other way. Oh, no, absolutely. They don't, the, the, the businesses do nothing other than move money. Right. Back and forth and, mm-hmm. yeah. So I haven't heard anybody explain that yet. And that would be, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, maybe there's people that can check some of the facts.
Okay. Apparently, Claire McCaskill, who, uh, what, what what was she, a congresswoman from Missouri? Yeah. She's now a regular MSNBC contributor, I guess. She was on Morning Gagged Me with a Pitchfork. Um, <laughs> and she said the New York Times, they're ridiculous for a story headlined, fact-checking Biden's recent economic talking points. And uh, she did not like that if you travel around the world which i'm fortunate enough to have a chance to do several times a year you know what the rest of the world sees right now they see america with the strongest economy Hmm. they see america with the most advanced technology america's university still the brightest light on the horizon in terms of academics and research they see american companies still exceeding uh terms of their global reach but you know what they look down their nose at at Donald Trump being a leader. Oh, my goodness. What everyone says when you travel. Well, you wouldn't elect him again, would you? Hasn't the country learned? You would never give this guy power again, would you? Tell us he's not going to be reelected. Please tell us you've learned your lesson. So the only blemish on the great country of America worldwide is, in fact, Donald Trump. That doesn't sound like a political speech at all, does it? Yeah, she uh, said, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to fact check Donald Trump, not Joe Biden. Wow. You know, I thought of a defense for Joe Biden and his lies. Yeah. He can say they're someone else's lies. And since he's a track record of plagiarism, ah, it fits together perfectly. I was just stealing somebody else's lies. Yeah. I like it. It's not like he's actually <laughs> writing any of his own material anyway. No. Right? No, not at all. That's hilarious. Yeah. that's I like it. See how I did that for uh, him? You're, you're welcome, Brandon. Man, you're a helper. All right. It is 6.56 on the Bob Rose Show. We've got some great guests looking out for our gun rights. Luis Valdez from Gun Owners of America. And uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, somebody who does a lot of great work uh, in our community. And that would be uh, Betsy Papine. She's going to join us. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Happy. I'm just very happy to hear you give everyone the truth. I am so happy. I, I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad the way this country is going. I'm more heartbroken than anything else. Angry. It's just ridiculous and it makes us so angry. I'm just trying to figure out when did we start listening to these freaking weirdos like this? No matter the emotion. That's how I feel and I, I don't know what to do and how we fight back. Talk about it here on The Sky. For me, it's really important. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the weekend. Happy, happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And your time check, it's 7.06. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. With the answer is always Yes! Good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll never get rich that way. <laughs> Just saying. 
Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Yep, we made it. Uh, locally, Southeastern Youth Fair, livestock uh, auctions going on uh, in the Ocala area, the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, lamb show and goat show going on today, and it goes all the way through uh, March the 2nd. So, enjoy, support your la- uh, local youth interested in ag. Yeah. You, you, know, you might pick yourself up a might pick yourself up a heifer. Uh, you could also possibly purchase some meat. Oh, I did see. Uh, did speak- you get it? You, I, I, you I, skipped right over oh, it. Sorry, you're, you're killing me, you're Greg. Kill, you're killing me. Small. Okay, go ahead. I did see. Uh, well, you mentioned ag. That's where my brain went. Uh, Wilton Simpson says, "Hey, saw him last night. Our ag commissioner. He is. Uh, he's a good guy. I like oh, him. Yeah. Well, I. Yep. You know, you only get to really know somebody to you know whatever degree. But sure. You know." The things that he has said, the things that he appears to stand for, the way that he carries himself. Mm-hmm. I, he's a good guy. I like him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right. Tooth Fairy. Is a Tooth Fairy coming? Uh, details on that coming up. Big tease. Think about the Tooth Fairy. Now, it's a quick one. Okay. Uh, 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble that I am so proud to have my name on because the Ark of Alachua County has done... Fantastic work with the developmentally disabled for decades. And this is their biggest fundraiser of the year by far because we, it, if the people in the community have been extremely generous, including um, one of our main sponsors and has been for years, Infotech. Mm-hmm. And, and we also want to thank the Southeast Car Agency. I, I think that that's, uh, I believe that's a new addition yeah. uh, to the many fine folks who have supported this for a long time. Well, the big golf scramble is coming up Friday, April the 5th. Yeah, Friday. Get you out of work early. Tea time is at Ooh. 12.30. Come a little bit early before that. And uh, eat. And then we'll feed you afterwards. And there'll be silent auctions. And there'll be all kinds of goodies and treats and libations and everything else. There's still two foursomes open is the last I heard, which is super rare. Um, so if you were thinking about it, don't miss out. Grab it real quick. Go to ARC, that's ArcAlachua.org, and um, it's going to be another fantastic time. Also, go to ArcAlachua.org if you'd like to volunteer for either this event or anything that has to do with ARC. Once you discover what they do, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It, you'll find a place in your heart. I know for sure. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened to me. Even the tooth fairy is feeling the pain of high inflation. Okay. Average amount of cash left under the pillow by the tooth fairy uh-huh. uh, actually dropped down. What do you think it is, uh, average per oh, tooth man. now? Now, remember, it's not in round. Wow. It's been a I'll, long time. I'll, you could say it in round figures now if you're close. I, I mean, when we were kids, it was like change or a buck. But I'm, I'm going to say $10. Wow. I'm being optimistic, probably. Man, will you adopt me? <laughs> you know, implants can cost four or 5000 Yeah, I heard anyway, that. Anyway, yeah. um, it dropped. It dropped down yeah. in 2023 to $5.84. $5.84. Okay. So you figure it's in that 4 5 6 $7 sure. range. Right. All right. Uh, that's 6% lower, though, than the previous year. That was 623 Really? It's the first... Yeah. Uh, decline that they've measured since 2018, and the uh, this is conducted by Delta Dental. You know they're one of the uh, dental insurance companies. Interesting that they would keep track of that. That's kind of funny. Well, it, I mean that's their business is teeth. Well, yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. Last year, losing a first tooth resulted in an average of seven dollars and nine cents, down from seven twenty-nine. So you get more for your first uh, tooth, huh? Huh. Well, depreciation, I guess, kicks in after that. Yeah. All right. They polled a thousand parents, came up uh, with this. Hmm. Now, if you're out west, the average is higher. Uh, $8.54. In the Northeast, uh, the average actually rose um, 12% from 614 to 687. The Tooth Fairy, however, in the South and Midwest, the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. mm, Not all that nice. Really? Yeah. Uh, Dropped to five from 563 to 363. It dropped down because of inflation. Well, but part of the reason, too, yeah, you've got inflation to deal with, but it is the South, so you've got more teeth falling out, so they're, oh! they're worth less. Oh, wow. So just saying. Well, that came from Greg, you know, probably <laughs> probably related to a Union soldier, you know. Actually, clearly, clearly north of the Mason-Dixon, his only saving grace, though, is Mama. Now the, yeah, well, There's Mama from Mississippi. Mississippi. So, yeah, there my family is actually from the South. Well, so that's, right. that's your get-out-of-jail-free card for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't she, abuse it anymore. She Greg. even picked cotton at one point as a, as a child. So do I get points that for that? Cotton picking mama, that's mine. It. That's who she is, and she probably has a gun because she is your mom. So well, you know, she's a pistol packing, cotton picking mama. She's pretty awesome, and I say that with all due respect. Absolutely, she'd take that. Remember, we were talking about squatters, uh-huh. and if you don't remember. Um, this is an issue all over the country. Yeah. Atlanta is developing a big problem. Word spreads on how you can get away with doing the squatting thing. And it's got homeowners very, very frustrated. And uh, they're paying a high price to get rid of these people. And so the Florida legislature, they're working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to make it simpler, the law a little bit better defined, so that law enforcement can uh, play maybe a larger role. Um, somebody did text me on that issue overall. Um, you know, their law enforcement can get involved. They don't. I don't think they like to, but yeah. a lot of times you can prove maybe there had to be a breaking and entering because your home was locked up and secured when you left it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a possibility you've got you know grounds with that one. That was just one idea. Right. But squatter hunter Flash Shelton. He's a, he's a squatter hunter. In other words, he hunts Uh-oh. these people down and deals with them. He's wow. concerned that migrants will catch on to the state's lenient tenant rights laws and create a squatting crisis that is beyond control. I mean, we already know, we addressed that when we talked about this issue, that it's, it started a long time ago when you had um, these people that own, like, tenements. You know, right. they own mm-hmm. blocks, and anytime somebody came along that was willing to pay a little bit more in rent, they found the family that was paying the you know the least and said, "Get out." Yep. Well, how much notice do we get? Oh, I don't know, three hours, maybe. I mean, they were doing stuff like that, so the law provided um, a little bit of reassurance for those people and said, "No, look, you know, if you've got a lease and you've got an agreement, mm-hmm. there's got to be a process to to kick you out." But now that process clearly is being abused. A handyman turned squatter hunters concerned that these migrants entering the U.S. will catch on to, you know, how the law works and use it to their advantage, to take advantage, illegally, by the way, totally of unsuspecting homeowners. People have rental property. They see, mm-hmm. you know, a house for sale, and 
try to make access to it, and they'll start camping out there. Um, we have masses coming in, he said. They're going to be looking for places to live. And if we don't have the housing for them, and they're coming in with no money, they can't rent the traditional way. So yeah. this problem could grow exponentially. Totally sure. believe that. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's... Uh, bugging me and a lot of other people what's bugging you that's coming up next your opportunity to call in air it out get it off your chest what's bugging you brought to you by florida pest control call in now 877-975-9825 happy friday you're listening to 97.3 the sky What's bugging you? Why are people so stupid? Call now, 877-W-SKY-TALK. They don't have common sense. There's people my age and older that don't understand freedom. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control, 97.3, The Sky. Yowza! Good Friday morning. Happy, happy day, my friends. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's time for What's Bugging You? chance for you to call in air it out get it off your chest brought to you by florida pest control the only bugs they can control are litter bugs please do not do that 877-975-9825 and good morning pam what's bugging you good morning well i mean for just for today i've got two is the 31 spam calls that i have had on my phone in the last three days i'm gonna try to resolve that one but the biggest one, you guys were just talking about migrants. And I read a story about um, St. John's County, Florida, where a Guatemalan was getting, was resisting arrest. And anyway, a, an officer died. He, he, he was accused of manslaughter on this officer, a police officer. Well, the ACLU is suing the officer's estate, St. John's County, and somebody else because of his, his disability. The Disabilities Act. He didn't speak English, and that's wow. they're suing him because wow. of that. That yeah, that's uh, that would be bugging me, mm. no doubt. Let's go to peasant with a pitchfork. What's bugging you? Yeah, good morning, Bob. What's bugging me is I keep having this recurring thought that we're in the year 2050 in the future, and Nikki Haley is still up on a soapbox saying hmm. chaos follows Trump, chaos follows Trump, and. My husband, Michael, is over in Africa deployed, protecting your freedom. And another one that's bugging me is that in, the 20, in 2050, we're still arresting people and throwing them in jail for possession of marijuana. And when they open the jail door to throw them in, Alexei Navalny's laying on the floor saying, I only had one joint. I only had one joint. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I recommend meditation. Some deep breathing exercises or medication. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Oh, yeah. cleanse. Try to cleanse your mind and move forward. And remember that that there's a whole world out there and a whole life. And appreciate every day. If you spend it in negativity, um, you're not going to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, Greg and Bob. Um, what's bugging me is uh, I tried to find a proper time to call in yesterday um, when we were all watching the uh, European Space Agency Skylab thingamabob crash into uh, the ground. And, uh, you know, I know you said Indian Ocean and, and Greg said 
Russia. And I actually, I wanted to call and say my vote is for the Pacific Ocean. And I know I'm like a Monday morning quarterbacking it, but that's, that's just the one thing. But what's really bugging me is you sound like you're losing nine pounds a month on this. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're losing nine pounds a month. And so I'm concerned what's bugging me is you might disappear in about 20 months if you don't stop that diet. That I month. just I have to be careful. I also my voice could get higher, too, if I get too light. Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm really there at my goal pretty much. I mean, uh, let's go to uh, Joe. What's bugging you? Yeah, hey, that's a tough act to follow right there. Um, I, what's bugging me is I couldn't imagine if Donald Trump was black and this DA was white, what the news is would be doing. It would be a different Over story, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it would yeah. be entirely different. However, if you're, if you're a black conservative, life is not easy. That's true, too. That's, yeah, 877 877- Nine seven five nine eight two five. Call in now for what's bugging you, and let's go to Nostradamus. What's bugging you? Hey, happy Friday, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, yesterday they had the outage at AT and T, and everybody's speculating on what caused it and everything. But you know, you were talking about Catherine Herridge earlier, and she's the one that predicted at the beginning of January that we'd see a black swan event in this country. Just think, and it wasn't just AT and T. It went down. There were a bunch, there were insurance companies and and healthcare companies that weren't able to process information. People couldn't get their prescriptions and stuff. So we don't know what it was. But just think if they shut everything down. If people were crying about not being able to use their phone, just think if the water and the electric went down. Everything went down. And the government doesn't tell people in this country to get prepared. They'll warn you. They'll they'll scare you. Try to scare you, but they won't say. You know, put a month's worth of food away. Get some water packed, you know, set aside, and get prepared for things that might happen. They won't tell you that, but every other country's telling their people to do it. Yeah, no, that that is um, that's an interesting point. And look, how have we how have we gotten to this point mm. when you know? And, and they're still not entirely giving us the story clearly about what happened with the outage. Software update. Software yeah, update right. at first. Then they're talking about uh, possible hacking and other things. Uh, I believe there's more to it. I don't know if it is a test run by Chinese hackers or Russian hackers. Yeah. Um, I feel like definitely there's some game playing going on there at the very least. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, from a personal perspective, uh, we have to prepare ourselves and what do you prepare for? Well, we don't know. You have to prepare uh, for something that's completely different and life-changing from what we're experiencing now. And what bugs me is how we got to this point to where we're so reliant oh, on this on this Internet. Fragile. It is bizarre to me. Yep. And then we also yep. rely on uh, cell phones. Yeah. And, and we're really, we're at the mercy of this kind of technology, mm-hmm. and it's all, you know, so many things are now linked together. I, I've said before, one of the things you could put in place is somebody that's kind of, you know, the old, what is it, the ro- old railroad, you know, crossover switch or whatever you right. want to call it, mm-hmm. somebody, a real person that can think and go, hey, this, what's going on here is not right, and cut it to keep the damage from spreading so to speak right and i yeah 
we used to think of things in terms of redundancy. What do you do if one system fails? Well, you have this. We don't we don't even do that anymore. No. We, do we even have a landline in the radio station? No. A real landline? Not a real one, no. Everything's everything's a computer. Everything is software. What we're talking about that with uh, How could if, we how could we be communicated with if we're supposed to spread information? I mean, we'd still have an advantage of a terrestrial tower that well, that sends out a wireless signal. So we have an advantage there we could stay on the air, but not necessarily. Because everything in here right. and everything that gets things from here to there ah. is internet-based, digital-based. But don't we have redundancy with our like station and transmitter link, our STL? Possibly. Maybe I shouldn't be asking these questions out loud. Yeah. Um, okay. Because we run into issues of a lot of the things that we use. The operational thing are still internet-based. Are the Boy Scouts still around? Yeah. Because, you know, I remember they had this thing, you know, be prepared. Right, right. But you don't hear much about the Boy Scouts anymore, I'm wondering. Hmm. Kids are too busy learning about, you know, woke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's messed up. But, you know, learning that, you know, the Holocaust is, uh, you know, fake. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can flip a coin for what gender you want to be at any given moment. We just call them the Scouts. They're just scouting out which gender they want. Yeah, to be. just the scouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whatever scouts. Oh, pick your scout. Good Lord, hear our prayers. Oh man, seven twenty-eight on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. KFC, are they coming or going? Are they growing or going? Interesting two stories. I'll link together next. New shows. It's Glenn Beck. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. New on the sky. And more news. Hear about it first. Talk about it now. The dawn of a new era. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Were you the kid that used to fill up your soda with all the different flavors when they had a dispenser that you had access to? Were you one of those kids? Huh? Greg's nodding no. No. You weren't? No. I had friends that did it. Mm-hmm. They thought it was cool, but mm-hmm. nah. Mm-hmm. Eh. Stay tuned. Mixing it up. Can it be a good thing? Ooh. 7.35 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. So they're mashing them together. Two great things. For instance, who doesn't love fried chicken? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love it? Mm-mm-mm. Who doesn't love pizza? Yeah. Yeah, man. And I've been to Italy. Let me tell you something. Yeah. America makes a better pizza. That's just a fact. That's funny. Uh, It is funny, isn't it? Interesting. Um, Immigrants like in New York are the ones that kind of Uh, developed the pizza as we we understand it. They had a slightly different idea about it. Anyway, this is about KFC. Okay. They're bringing a limited-time entree to its American menus – that mashes up two popular dishes, pizza and fried chicken. It's going to be called Chizza, I think. Chizza. Seriously? Yeah. What else would you call it? Or would that be Chizza? Like pizza, chia, and the, but chicken, then it's chicken, Chizza. I think that part is really stupid, but that's okay. What else would you call it? Uh, I'd have to think about that. So is it is it like pizza-flavored chicken? It could be called pickin' pizza and chicken, that order. Yeah. Uh, it consists of two fried chicken fillets okay. topped with zesty marinara sauce, melty mozzarella cheese, okay. and crispy pepperoni. 
Okay. And that's what they're doing. Now, is it on a sandwich? Is it a bit of bread? Or is it just like, or do we know yet? Hmm. Because it actually sounds hmm. pretty good. I mean, hmm. I like chicken and I like pizza. And I, I mean, you're kind of talking about a, a fancy chicken sandwich with, you know, the sauce and the pepperoni. Yeah. And, so I kind of like it. Yeah, what, 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 like a chicken parm sandwich, that's sort ex- of. Exactly, that's where my brain went. Yep. Yeah. So maybe it's not so yeah. earth shaking. If, if you put different. it that way, it's like the first time I heard about fish tacos. You're still thinking Mexican, and you're like, well, that's weird. Okay, it's just different ingredients. So sometimes things aren't as weird as we think. There you go. Uh, they said it's already an inter- international smash hit. Uh, Korea, Taiwan, India, uh, Thailand, Germany, Spain, Mexico have offered it in the past. Huh. Which makes you think, hey, hey, why isn't America, why aren't we the first ones to get to try it? Hmm. Uh, by the way, the Philippines, they had it first. They had it in 2015. Oh, my goodness. Um, way ahead of the curve. Participating KFCs in America will sell it. Customers will have the option of a standalone chizza or a combo that pairs it with fries and a medium drink. Wow. I, I'm liking the concepts, but if that's what they're calling it, that I, hmm. uh, this will not be no. available uh, at three KFCs in Chicago. Why they like pizza in Chicago? They like chicken in Chicago. You would think so, but yeah. um, well, because these KFCs are going out of business. Oh, yep. Three Kentucky Fried Chickens abruptly shut off the lights and fled Chicago's south side this week, according to uh, local TV in Chicago. One, uh, yeah, a closed business is not only an eyesore, but it's a gateway for violence because when you see abandonment, it looks as if there is no love, no hope in the community. Uh, That was one of the aldermans. It's like, well... Maybe your philosophies, your Democrat-led philosophies for the last at least 60 years or more Uh in Chicago have led to problems. You know, where you make the headlines every single weekend with the amount of shootings you have. Mm -hmm. And that's not to mention record carjacking over the last few years. And one of the KFC locations apparently was... Uh, in the neighborhood for 35 years. Wow. And now it's gone. That's Mm. a shame. What's fascinating here, outside the obvious, is that these businesses have wised up. Rather than announce their intent to close, which means weeks of protest and being smeared as racist because these communities are lower socioeconomic, that's also where the crime rates have skyrocketed. Um, So they abruptly just shut off the lights and hightail it out of town. That's pretty amazing. Yep. So, so the chicken across the road trying not to get shot, basically, is what they did. And for years, what has been the goal of so many areas and cities especially to bring businesses uh-huh. uh, to the black and brown or low socioeconomic community, regardless of skin color? Yep. It's, it, and it's always been a struggle, and it's always been tough. But even in years gone by, the thing that kept a lot of folks in business was the fact that you had a law enforcement enforcement presence and you had a judicial system that locked people up for bad behavior yeah well you don't have that anymore so these businesses basically are are left unprotected and the bad guys feel emboldened and why wouldn't they especially when you know yeah these people say you know defund the police yep and then you get these you know these da's in office that won't 
really punish people and they have no bail system and all that. They think they're doing something that's equitable and good. It's not equitable for people who, you know, put their life's blood into a business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, okay, it's a KFC. Oh, it's owned by a big corporation. Well, there's probably a manager there making six figures, a couple assistant managers that are making a decent wage, and others that are maybe up-and-coming workers gaining new skills in the workplace, and it provided, you know, uh, reasonable opportunities for people in the community to, uh, you know, to uh, eat some food. But, yeah. Ruining ruining their own neighborhoods and just not... I don't know. And you know it's more than just KFC, and you know it's more than just Chicago. We've heard about Mm -hmm. the trends in retail. Yep. Hightailing it out, uh, whether it's, you know, the drugstore business or whether it's big store business, you know, big department stores. Yeah. Walmarts pack up and leave an area or a neighborhood. So what do you do? Because, you know, you have this, uh, you have so much in losses Mm -hmm. from shoplifting and stuff. You just. It can't continue. That's a bad combo. You've got the losses. You've got, uh, you know, and you mentioned the whole defund the police. So you have less coverage. So people don't feel safe. So more crime. I mean, it's a vicious cycle is what happens. Constitutional carry passes in the Louisiana Senate and Mm. heads to the House. And there's stuff going on in Tallahassee relating to gun and gun laws. The the under 21 uh, taking that ban away that was put into place after the Stoneman Douglas thing. And uh, red flag laws, there's some issues there that they're attempting to address. Right. We'll have Luis Valdez on from Gun Owners of America at 8.05, and he's always in the know. So we'll ask him about the latest and what's going on in Tallahassee, how that uh, impacts us. Right. Yeah. So we've got, we've got that going on. And uh, uh, also, a border op-ed piece, I'm going to share something from that and it's basically asking does the Biden administration have some sort of secret border deal with Mexico Hmm. and and we'll get into that a little bit also a Colorado town and Colorado seemingly kind of left of center these days right but one town is like uh uh they vote not to be a sanctuary city really And, and yeah and wow. speaking of borders, um, one of our affiliates, uh, same ownership, WORD in Greenville, South Carolina, they're a news talk station similar to ours. I mean, not quite as awesome as we well, are, but but yeah. very, very good. Yeah. They were able to land an exclusive uh, interview with Donald J. Trump. And of course, uh, borders had to be a part of this conversation. And first, he's asked about, you know, all the folks coming across the border. We had the safest border in the history of our country, and now we have uh, an invasion of people coming in from mental institutions and from jails. They're pouring into our country. They're terrorists. Nobody can believe that this could be allowed. I mean, politically, right. it's no good. You know, they say maybe they'll vote, and there's truth. You know, they probably think, probably started off by saying, we'll get some people to vote for us. Yeah, well... Yeah, the votes should be in favor of a secure border. We'll Mm -hmm. see if if that comes to fruition. And if Donald J. Trump is victorious, what will he do about the border? So the first thing I do is close up the borders and and meaningfully. You know, I had Mexico give us 28,000 troops. They're going to give it to us again, 100 percent. We're going to do big numbers on them with taxation because they have to. 
they're pouring in through the caravans. They're coming in through all parts of our country now. You know, I built 571 miles of wall. We were going to add another 200. It was already made. All they had to do is put them up. It would have taken three weeks, and they didn't do it. That uh, Those sound bites come compliments of uh, WRD in Greenville, one of our affiliates. We appreciate that. And uh, we appreciate Donald J. Trump oh, yeah. and wanting to do something about the borders. Investigate Mayor Adams in New York City. You know, that debit card program. I was oh, wondering yeah. why he wasn't complaining as much uh, and instead giving out money, a lot of money, up to $10,000 to illegals that they can put on a debit card. wonder if there's a little, um, you know, something in it for him. Hmm. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Friday. It's 745. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Dana Lash. 10 p.m. Nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. On 97.3 The Sky. You hear that? That's the sound of the weekend. Happy, happy Friday. It is 7.50 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And you know you can get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa first thing in the morning. Get in the habit. Catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. It's that easy. It's that easy to fall in love. Linda Ronstant, I gave you a chance. It's so easy to fall in love. It's not right. Yeah, it's so I easy. had the picture. It's so easy. I had the picture record of her. You know, you remember what a picture oh, album yeah, looked like? Right. Yeah, of her wow. in, the, in the roller skates. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think I sold it for fifty cents. Oh, what were you thinking? I was thinking that you nobody's want albums anymore. I have a growing family. It's time to grow up uh, and get rid of your huge record collection, some one-of-a-kinds. And, and now they're back. I had radio stuff like King Biscuit Flower Hour, if you remember that. I mean, I had some really good stuff. And like the not-so-smart person I can be sometime. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll pack rat all kinds of other stuff. I've got nuts and bolts from 1979, but, you know, well, no, don't those... hang on to your albums. It might actually have, you know, real value. I remember the uh, the, the 45 sleeve, because I was working in radio, you know, in high school when that song was out. So, yeah, I definitely remember that one. Well, there you go. Left an impression on little, it. Little, yeah, a little yeah. blast from the past, baby. Woo. And we like to do that every once in a while. Yeah. Mexico and the United States will hold presidential elections within the same calendar year for the first time in more than two decades. That's mm. news to me. You know, I I didn't really even thought about it. So Mexican President uh, uh, Manuel Lopez Obrador's willingness to crack down on migrant crossings may have more to do with securing an election victory for U.S. President Joe Biden mm-hmm. and his own ruling Marina political party then actually securing the border. A temporary pause in migration designed to ensure a November win for the Democrats in the U.S. and a June win uh, for their uh, uh, for the Marina party candidate, Claudia uh, Scheinbaum, could keep the border wide open oh, great. for years to come. Wow. Yeah. That's encouraging. Um, Of course, a win for both of these candidates would also benefit Mexico's violent cartels, 
who profit from the lax national security posture present in both countries. A victory uh, for Scheinbaum, who uh, shares the stance on dealing with Mexican cartels with hugs, not bullets, will likely spell a continuation of the cartel's ability to continue flooding the United States with fentanyl Mm. and other narcotics if paired with a Biden victory. And, you know, along with that, of course, comes the human smuggling, the children that get pushed into sexual slavery, pornography, and right now the Biden administration is allowing that to occur. They're allowing over 70,000 Americans a year to die from fentanyl poisoning. Mm. They're allowing it. They're saying it's more important that we have open borders, unfettered access, letting all kinds of folks in, including Chinese nationals, terrorists. Yep. We found people on the terrorist watch list. Those are the ones they caught. The smart terrorists obviously got away. Yeah. How in the world can they actually defend what's going on at the border? And and recently, it was even more telling when um, apparently... News broke that Biden was considering some possible executive actions to maybe um, limit the border flow, shall we say. And, of course, Republicans and conservatives jumped on it and said, well, wait a second. The whole time you were questioned about the border, first you denied it. Mm-hmm. There was no crisis. Right. Then you admitted there was a crisis and then very quickly blamed your predecessor right. which is ridiculous yeah. and then um you went on and said well you don't have the power to control the border you can get that power from congress and you also need the money mm-hmm. which you could get from congress well we we know that's a lie right. uh, and who doesn't know that's a lie are there democrats that will bury their head in the sand and go, no, 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 I can't hear you. Well, but, but the press let him get by with saying it, and they just kept repeating it for him. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it now and you've seen the evolution of what has occurred, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you can purposefully try to hide right. from the truth, I guess, but at some point, I, I mean, and I but that's the whole thing. Can you actually have a reasonable dialogue with somebody? Now, if they're far left, no way. But right. what about the people that are just, you know, moderate and they're just like, well, you know, I've just always been a Democrat and my parents voted Democrat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can you even have a conversation with them and say, hey, let's just ask about one issue. Do you think the borders are more secure now than they were with Trump? I mean, it's a fact they're not. It's a fact that Biden had to reverse the executive orders of Trump to allow the flow of crime. That's a fact. It's not even debatable. Mm-hmm. But you can't even get to that point no. with a lot of folks. No. Yeah. Um, it's very frustrating. And then, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh-huh. I'm not sure when this happened, but it happened over the last couple of days or whatever. She made an outrageous statement, even for her. And Even for her, she's doing more. She of that said lately. that Joe Biden is like the best president ever for securing the border. I'm like, what a joke! What a joke! I mean, how can anybody? I don't care how lefty you are. You're sitting there. You're a so-called journalist. You're right. sitting there. How right. could you possibly listen to that? You know, a blatant, yeah, a blatant lie that's easily provable. That it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously easy 
statistically provable by almost every measure. And the left, they're only getting more desperate. Yeah. Why would you be so desperate to fight for open borders? Right. What 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 do you get out of it? When we know yeah. we know it doesn't help economically and it punishes the lowest citizens on the economic rung. We know that for a fact. I know, I guess facts don't matter. Not really. Yeah, well, let's do our best to at least, uh, you know, keep some of our rights intact. Like our gun rights. Yep. Uh, We are going to talk to uh, our buddy Luis Valdez from GOA coming up next on 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Friday, Friday, here it is, my friends. It is the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's 8.07, your time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes! You know what doesn't work? What's that? My cell phone yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not funny. Oh, sorry. That wasn't done for a laugh. Oh, sorry. What's kind of funny, though? 8.07 right now. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. And seriously, I want to dig into this. AT&T and a couple of other companies had some problems. Mm -hmm. Was the system overwhelmed? Was it a bad software? Was it an incorrect process? We'll get to that. But first, we have other important issues we want to deal with as well. And our very special guest from Gun Owners of America, the Florida representative, Luis Valdez. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, and the uh, the AT and T issue. Yeah, that was my fault. I decided to stream Star Wars Bad Batch again. Uh oh, crashable uh, system. Yeah, please don't do that again. Um, we're going to get into that, but right now, I know you follow uh, Florida law, the lawmakers, what they're up to, anything related to guns. They're talking about long guns and going back to eighteen years old to be able to purchase a long gun, as it historically has been. They changed it after the Stoneman uh, Douglas massacre, and they put it to 21. Now they're talking going back to 18. Thoughts on that, and where are we legislatively on that? Legislatively, House Bill 1223 passed committee on Wednesday. We were there all Wednesday morning and afternoon fighting for that bill. And the uh, gun grabbers' mindset is that Someone under the age of 21 doesn't have the mental capacity to own and purchase a long gun. But, of course, I brought up during the committee debate the fact that in Florida, you could be 19 years old and be a police officer, be armed with a firearm, be entrusted and authorized to enforce that very law, and if necessary, use deadly force to affect the enforcement of that law. So their entire argument was shot. The bill passed committee. It's going to the floor of the House now for a vote if the House Speaker lets it, uh, schedule it schedules it for a floor vote, but it's now going to the floor for a full vote. But the issue is is that Senate President Kathleen Pasadena says 
it's dead on arrival. She refuses to let that bill advance in the Senate. And this is a second year in a row now that this has happened. I, and, and what her constituents, are they aware of this kind of, uh, you know, attitude that she has? Her constituents are aware, and in the end, she doesn't care. She's term limited. This is mm. the downside of term limits. When you're term limited, you're answerable to no one. Uh, even the Republican Party of Florida uh, had HB 1223 on their legislative priority list. And she, I don't have her exact quote in front of me, but she basically made a comment to the effect of, well, I don't listen to the RPOF. I don't listen to law, to anyone else. I listen to what I want to do, and I'm not letting it happen. Tough luck. Wow. That's not really how a representative republic works, or certainly not how it should work. Um, that's interesting. I, I love your argument about, hey, you could be a gun and badge carrying uh, a law enforcement officer at 19 in Florida. Um, and then, of course, there's always the military argument as well. If these people aren't mentally capable of having a firearm, oh, why would we uh, Why would we have them as part of the military at that age? Uh, I'll go even a step further. You can be an elected member of the legislature <laughs> under the age of 21, so you have the mental capacity to draft and vote on laws, but you don't have the mental capacity to own a firearm. That, that's a very hard argument to sell. Well, maybe that explains Kathleen's actions there. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, – all right, so uh, you don't think it is going to go any further because of her – uh, she said dead on arrival, literally, huh? Yeah, she said dead on arrival uh, a week or two ago when it passed its first committee. Um, and it's going to be the same issue with House Bill 17. Uh, that bill would revise Florida to going back to how it was prior to Parkland with waiting periods. Right now, FDLE can indefinitely stonewall and drag out a background check denying someone the ability to uh, purchase a firearm. Prior to Parkland, it was very simple. FDLE had three days. At the three-day mark, if they couldn't complete the background, a, uh, a, an authorization was given to the dealer for them to release the firearm to the buyer. And that's in accordance with federal law. Because even uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms says the same thing. Hey, you have three days. If you can't complete the background check, the guy or the gal could pick up their gun. But FELE, under uh, the post-Parkland, they take forever, and they have dragged their butts on numerous people. And the worst thing is when they're challenged with lawsuits, suddenly FELE finds all the information they need and approves the, uh, the background check. Miraculously, it that- just what, like that. what a great example of infringing on our rights in sort of a backdoor way by, if they choose to, um, just slow the whole thing down. Just drag it on out. And what you're doing is you're depriving people of their God-given rights uh, by doing that, by dragging it out. And, yeah, God forbid that somebody with a restraining order against a violent person um you know, is their situation is dragged out and they don't have a means to defend themselves and something bad happens, which we know for a fact that has occurred in the past, don't we? 
Oh, that happened uh, specifically in New Jersey. You had a woman who was the victim of her ex. She was she had multiple police reports. She had multiple restraining orders filed against the guy. She applied for a permit to purchase a firearm, let alone carry a firearm, because that's how draconian New Jersey is. And the end result was New Jersey slow-rolled her application process. And what did she get for it? She got murdered in her own driveway. Mm-hmm. Yep. I and since this is February, this is, you know, we're still in February, and this is Black History Month, let me give you a historical example. Martin Luther King was denied a permit to purchase and carry a firearm because they slow-rolled and uh, used the background check system in uh, Montgomery County, Alabama, as a way to deny him of a firearm. And they didn't deny him a firearm because he was a criminal. They denied him a firearm because he was a civil rights activist trying to make equality for all Americans. Wow. Hey, uh, real quick before we run out of time, uh, red flag laws, I know you're not a fan to begin with. Um, Are there some worthwhile things, though, they're trying to do to adjust these red flag laws? Yes, there's a bill that's uh, been advancing um, that would turn the red flag law more into a yellow flag law. Basically, it, it gives a, uh, a person accused the ability to have a lawyer represent them during the process. So it's it's not a full repeal. We want a full repeal, but there is a bill that at least lessens it. So, you know, as they say, you got you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So that's the goal is to lessen the effects until we could finally get rid of this in its entirety. But the biggest issue of all of this comes down to the governor. And the governor promised that he was pro-gun, that he would support bills, that he would support legislation. Well, governor, actions speak louder than words, and your inaction is deafening right now. because He hasn't lifted a single finger to bully pulpit for any pro-gun bill this session. Yeah, quit shouting that Florida's free and freedom and all that if you're not going to back it up. And that's uh, pretty high on the, uh, you know, list of rights is uh, number two, in fact. So, hey, we love what you do. Luis Valdez, Gun Owners of America, Florida representative. Uh, Thanks for coming on the air with us, and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, gentlemen. Keep on doing what you do. All right, and uh, we will talk with you soon. It's 816. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is here. Going to use your cell phone? Of course. It never leaves your side, right? But it didn't work yesterday, at least not for me. Are we getting the real story? We'll dig into that next on 97.3 The Sky. Everybody on fake news, CNN hates Trump. Three weekdays. But yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish, separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Habitat for Humanity and Pickleball. How do they go together? Hmm. I'll explain coming up at 9.05 when Betsy Papine joins us. Good stuff on the way. Hang in there and happy Friday. It is 8.20. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And I tried to use my phone yesterday and did it work? The answer is no. (laughs) 
Major cell phone outage affected users across the U.S. early yesterday, even stopping some police departments from being able to receive 911 calls. Not good. A&T, AT&T experienced the largest number of issues. Um, you can't even base it on reports. A lot of people aren't going to bother reporting it. A lot of people don't have a mechanism no. to report an outage. How do you do that? Right. Right. And, and so that number's interesting. It's like nearly 32,000 reports, and you're thinking, oh, that's exactly how many landlines there are left in America. Man. <laughs> right? Uh, anyway, um, there was also disrupted service on T-Mobile and Verizon. It took more than 13 hours for AT&T to resolve the issue. Wow. We have so come to depend on our phones yep. as this means of communication. It is our, I don't know, our safety net in many ways. I mean, you know, don't leave without your phone. Well, everything's on there. That's your email. It's your texting. It's your messaging. It's your, Oh, yeah, and you can call people. Yeah. Uh, take pictures yeah. and all of that. And when you try to use your phone and it's not operating... That's frustrating to say the least, but it, yeah, it could be downright dangerous. Um, and and here's what they come up with. Now, this is from the New York Post and uh, statements that, that were made. This was AT&T, I believe. Based on our initial review, we believe that today's outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used okay. as we were expanding our network, not a cyber attack. Well, you know, they were careful. See what they did there? Mm-hmm. Based on our initial review. Right. In other words, they're saying, here's the reason we're going to give. Mm-hmm. We reserve to change that anytime we want and to say, hey, we clearly said that was our initial review. And then later on, we found out more. You know, mm-hmm. after we were subpoenaed or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or if we hear it all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Um, we are continuing our assessment of the outage to ensure we keep delivering the service that our customers uh, deserved. Issues on smaller carriers as well. Boost Mobile, Consumer Cellular, Straight Talk Wireless, Cricket Wireless. And uh, and Cricket's actually owned by AT&T. Mm. Um, yeah, and the problems were all over the place. Yeah. Full service allegedly was restored by 2.15 p.m. It is interesting. I was getting texts that were sent to me beginning, I believe, like in the 9 a.m. hour, Mm -hmm. and I was getting them uh, 3.15 in the afternoon, 4 o'clock, some as late as 6. But there were some great memes. Like people would have pictures of, say, you know, Little House on the Prairie, and, you know, they would label it, hey, another AT&T customer or those kind of things. There were some, there were some cute ones out there. Yeah, but it, yeah. and it, that's okay. Look, we, we joke, and anything's an opportunity for, yep. a, for a GIF or a GIF or a whatever you call it. But, but this is very serious. It is. And that leads you to, well, what else, what other areas are we extremely vulnerable? Of course, the internet. I mean, it goes hand in hand. Sure. Everybody's ditched their landline because, uh-huh. like, why do I need this? And a lot of companies even don't have hardwired, they don't have landlines. And 
you know, it, it's up to you as a person. You decide whether it's worthwhile to have a landline or not. It's a personal decision. Right. But for companies to not have, a, you know, a redundancy or a backup in case their other technology is not working, man, it's awfully short-sighted, isn't it? Well, what runs electric plants and water plants and everything else you can imagine? It's all software, and it's internet-based. So it's vulnerable that's the bottom line and we are leaving ourselves as a nation extremely vulnerable to our enemies there are high levels of experts in china and in russia those are just two examples there are many more spread all over the world but those are two big examples Mm -hmm. of highly technically you know smart intelligent well-trained people that do nothing all day but try to figure out ways uh, to break into our systems, oh, yeah. whatever they may be, mm-hmm. whether it is you know military, serious military applications, or infrastructure, water plants, power power plants. We we know this for a fact that attempts are made all the time. Yep. We keep adding additional things, different firewalls, and other layers of protection. But it's it's one of those things where. You know, every time that you come up with a defense and a solution, there's a bunch of smart people working overtime to try to figure out a way around it. And as long as we leave ourselves vulnerable like that, the only thing you can do is make sure you're kind of, well, you're preparing for things. And, And that, look, how do you do that? Let's say your kid's in high school and he goes to a school where, you know, they can't have a phone. What happens when something changes? Family emergency. The kid's in transit, maybe on the school bus. You know, what, what do you do in those scenarios? Do you have a game plan? Where, where, do, you, where do you meet if the stuff hits the fan? Yep. No matter what, we're going to meet at so-and-so, and then if that place is not, won't work, then here's our backup. Flashback to 9-11. A lot of people had that same conversation. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Scott, you're on the air. Hey, time for a really quick conspiracy theory. I'm sure um, other people may have thought of this. I think, what it, uh, don't be surprised, I would not be a bit surprised if we find out years from now or decades from now that our own government or some branch of the government would do something like this to deliberately create ang- such anxiety within the population and such fear that we're desperately reach out. Government solve this, government solve this when they create the problems deliberately. The, the idea is to create chaos, deliberately created chaos, so they can step in and solve it. Uh, globalism, fill in the blanks. Thanks. Yeah, and you, and as a person, well, you know, my dad used to talk about, you know, the banana republics or whatever. They don't care who the dictator is, but if one's feeding them and one's not, they tend to support the one that's feeding them. So, yeah, as people get desperate for a government solution, the government can offer up all kinds of things. Yeah, I don't think that that is a stretch at all, in fact. It is 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is here. Much more to talk about coming up on 97.3 The Sky. 
trending right now on this sky. Is Governor Newsom the Democrats' plan B for Biden? Donald Trump will be the Republicans' candidate. Joe Biden is the one Democrat who will beat him. As it happens. If I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. She's down by 30, 35 points. She's losing it big, big. The news station. Restricting the rights of those 18 to 21-year-olds infringes upon their Second Amendment rights. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Stay on top. News here in Florida. At the top. I turn on the sky. Boom. News. News. At the top. Every hour. News that affects my life. When I need it. My news. Sky News. The news station. News Talk. 97.3. The Sky. Headlines, top stories, and more on the way. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, live and local. It's a Friday edition, baby! Yes. Come on! It's here. Weekend. Maybe you're going to play a little pickleball. Maybe you're going to grab a hammer and, you know, work on Habitat for Humanity. Betsy Papine is putting those two things together. I'll explain coming up at 9.05. In the meantime, some of your headlines. Former uh, President Donald Trump lost a bid yesterday to try to postpone that New York court ruling so he didn't have to cough up the $355 million, which actually is over $400 million when you figure uh, wow. other fees and penalties and 9% interest. 9% interest, yeah. Yeah. And, and who did his attorneys have to go to to plead their case to try to get a stay to, so that they didn't have to do this immediately? They had to go to the same judge who already ruled against them before the case started. Oh. And you think now all of a sudden... He's right. going to become fair and reasonable? No. This guy's a nutbag, oh, man. man. Uh, he, oh, just really, I hate to say typical lefty, but yeah, but he's yes. like a typical lefty. This is the worst worst case scenario. Yeah. And it's like, dude, how old are you? You know, do something with that, that mop of a hair thing you got going on. Right, Comb. You're not he, Einstein. He loved the attention he was getting, mm-hmm. and he couldn't stand it. That he was not the star of the production as he's used to being as judge. He's overshadowed by somebody much, much larger than him. Donald J. Trump. So the Weasley judge does what Weasel judges would do. Oh, no. I'm not going to put this off. He said, quote, you have failed to explain, much less justify any basis for a stay. How about the basis of the Eighth Amendment where... You know, unreasonable bail or unreasonable fines, excessive fines, I think might be the language. Yeah. Uh, Oh, $355 million? Nah, that's not excessive. Guess what? If Donald J. Trump ripped off people to the, let's say he was a Bernie Madoff and he ripped off people for uh, $100 million to fine him to make sure that he's bankrupt. Mm hmm. It's not, that would be reasonable. You have a hurt party Absolutely. or several people hurt, financially yep. devastated. Who was hurt by this? The banks made money. They're yep. completely satisfied and happy. The Trump Organization made money. People working for them got paychecks and made money. The uh, localities and the state, they all got their money, their taxes, all of that. There was not a victim here. Look, if the bank said, yeah, yeah, he lied. He lied on that application. He got a much lower interest rate than he should have. But they didn't say that. 
do you know one of the reasons why they didn't say that? Because they felt like the figures that his people wrote down were not unreasonable. Mm -hmm. And they would take more than a cursory look at that because your job's on the line. You write a bad loan to the tune of multi-millions of dollars. No. Uh, there's going to be heck to pay. I was watching an interview with Kevin O'Leary. You know, we talked about him the other day from Shark Tank, and he's uh-huh. like, "This is how business works yeah. in New York. It always has. Developer comes in, he says, yeah, my property is worth uh, you know four hundred million dollars. Well, it maybe it's worth two hundred fifty million dollars, but the loans are done accordingly. Everybody does their homework, and everybody moves on. It's how it's been done. So, really, it's it, it goes beyond just being." Ignorant. What? What was the evaluation? What they say that Mar-a-Lago is worth eighteen million? Yeah. I mean, they're just regular homes on the beach in that area, um, or near the beach, even yeah. that go for more money than that, and they're not as massive and as hugely scaled as that property. Not to even mention the square footage uh, that's on the grounds in twenty twenty two. Because we were talking about these numbers the other day, Forbes estimated the value. At $350 million. Wow, which is awfully close to what they penalized him. Yeah, and then you got some experts who say, ah, well, you know, easily over 200 So, you know, pick your number. Well, I would say but on, not the, I would say on yeah. the low, low end fire sale, 100 mil. Yeah. Fire sale. Right. And this judge felt like 18 mil. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, they've got 30 days. The Trump organization has 30 days. And you know Eric and Donald Jr. are involved. They're included in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have 30 days to file an appeal, but I don't think th- there's no appeal. I know there's not. You will not be allowed to appeal until you turn over the $355 million plus 9% interest as collateral. Pay first. You're already guilty. If this other court you know, changes... Uh, their mind on it, then, you know, well, we'll get your money back. And this Letitia James, the attorney general up there, who ran on getting Trump before right. she'd even looked at their books or anything, she was right. going to get them. Yeah. Um, she was talking about, oh, yeah, if they don't, uh, you know, immediately get with the program, we are, we're going to seize property. I mean, she was very nasty about it. Mm. It'll be interesting when this is overturned, and I have every belief that it will be, when it's overturned, um, how long will it take for him to free up that money? Watch how they give him the runaround on that. Oh, yeah. Just just to be the way they they are. Mm-hmm. And what about the little guy? What about the... I'm not talking about the Trump case anymore. The little guy. The, the mom and pop place. Mm-hmm. Struggling. You know, try to make their dreams come true with their own business. Listen to what happened to this California bakery owner. Somebody at Tesla ordered $16,000 worth of pies. That's a lot of pies. And the reason given was they were going to celebrate Black History Month. Now, is that the reason why they went to this black business owner? Um, I don't know. But she did get the call. They had to know that $16,000 worth of pies was going to put some strain on a small business. But she was happy to have the business, of course. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Well, you get the order. 
Then you try to confirm and get back, oh, yeah, 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 get those pies done. And then you still haven't received any payment. Okay, red flags go up. Yeah. And she called and inquired with Tesla about the lack of payment. And the lady on the other end, oh, I'm sorry, that vendor hadn't paid you yet. I don't know what this, how the vendor language works. They, they went to an outside vendor to order the pies? Uh, and maybe. That's how they do it. Well, I think they're kind of new was the answer. Um, and then the lady goes on to say, oh, by the way, I have a question for you. Can we double the order? Now, at this point, hmm. you would think, oh, I've got their business. I mean, oh, yeah, they're doubling their order. But still, the money didn't come in. And she had people working literally around the clock and had to blow off some of her regular customers to get this done. Can you imagine that? Somebody who has taken the time to, you know, give you business and they come back to repeat customers, maybe word of mouth. I mean, that's tough to build that kind of, you know, following. And now you're blowing off some of your customers that may come back time and time again. And at the end of the day, Tesla apparently canceled the order at the last minute. I mean, they the pies were literally ready for delivery. She said, I invested time, resources, and efforts based on assurances from Tesla only to be left high and dry. When she inquired with Tesla about the cancellation, she was told the decision came from upper management. I'd be like, I don't care where the decision was made. Uh you're going to cut me a check or you're going to see me in court. Yeah. And by the way, this might be a story of interest to a lot of folks. And what is your, what is the image of Tesla worth? Mm-hmm. You imagine that? Hey, just like you get some mentions and, you know, it is positive to your brand. Do you really want to have a negative image floating around out there? Not these days. Well, mm-hmm. in a market where now Tesla's done okay, but the EV market is still a it's still a tough nut to crack in many ways. Do you want people talking about you in a negative in a bad way? Why wouldn't they just pay her? I, I'm sure absolutely I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure that the outcome will be positive yeah. for her. But it is sad. And you know what? No matter how wealthy or well-heeled or how important you think the customer is, when they're asking for an extraordinary order like this, yeah, you get some money up front at least. Even somebody getting a wedding cake would have to make a substantial deposit. That's how we do business now, especially if you're a small business. Can't float $16,000 worth of cakes. No. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And uh, we're going to... We'll be talking pickleball in in a little bit, but we've got more headlines on the way as well. 97.3 The Sky. Mark Levin. Our border is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On 97.3 The Sky. Well, Betsy Papine is in the green room, and uh, I know she's excited to talk about Habitat for Humanity and pickleball, and how do those go together? Well, she'll explain coming up in just a few minutes. It's 8.51. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thanks for tuning in. Ha! 
Friday the weekend. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so many things going on this weekend as well. I, I know a uh, big livestock uh, thing they have for the youths going mm-hmm. on in uh, in Marion County at the Livestock Pavilion there. And uh, hopefully the weather will uh, cooperate. <clears throat> we'll yeah, see on that. It's, it's kind of all that hit and miss this time of year, you know? You just never know. Well, maybe because, you know, such a sensitive kind of atmosphere that we mm-hmm. live in, you know, this climate change thing. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah anything yeah. could happen. At any time now, the oceans Absolutely. could uh, rise. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and who is there to kind of help us along when it comes to understanding climate change? Why, you know, superstar Taylor Swift doing her part. Oh, yeah. She is a yeah. great advocate for our planet. Mm-hmm. She loves the world. She loves the earth. She really does. And she loves yeah. flying around it on her private jet. Well, yeah. And look, hey, right. don't get me wrong. This is not, you know, poor man speaketh bad of rich people, right. envious or jealous. Oh, no. No, if I had that level of wealth, or anywhere even close to it, mm-hmm. I'd be flying whenever I wanted to. <laughs> I would be, well, I would be doing whatever I wanted within the bounds of the law. But if you're going to do that, can you, on the other hand, be preaching to the little people about what they should drive and where they should live and all that stuff? Well, and that's and that's exactly why we can't stand this level of hypocrisy. Right. Case in point, virtue signaling climate change activist and mega pop star Taylor Swift is taking heat once again over her use of private jets. This time after sending her private jet from Sydney, Australia to Hawaii. Oh, that's just a quick jaunt, right? Around the world. To pick up her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, Mm -hmm. to fly him back to Australia to be with her on her tour down under. Well, nobody flies from Hawaii to Australia that he could have Yeah, they do. Up. Oh, you You mean he could have gotten a flight without one going both directions? Well, she's got so much money. Yeah. She could pick up a first-class ticket for him. I mean, Sure, she Hey, could. look, he's an NFL superstar, uh, you know, a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Um, he's used to being treated well there's nothing wrong with that he probably got a bonus you know and the whole bit could have flown first class fly first class yeah but let's be honest if you had a chance to fly first class or on a private jet well yeah you'd probably take the private jet and you don't have to wait in line with all the hassles that go with it you know again the little people (laughs) yeah and again i don't have a problem with that you you worked for your money nobody was forced to pay for a ticket or for your music yep and you're a success. That's awesome. But why are you telling other people? Why are you advocating mm-hmm. things that really will hurt the little guy? Because it's your kind of mindset, Taylor Swift, that leads some of these bozos in New York like to tell you, oh, you can't have a gas stove. Right. I mean, these are things that hurt the little people. Mm-hmm. But they... There's a disconnect. They don't care. Or they bought into that, oh, I'm just trying to save the planet. But if you really feel like we're in that position where the, where the planet's, you know, the life, if you will, it lies in the balance. Right. Why would you be sending your fly, private jet all over the place? Mm-hmm. Because this is what it is. The, these are how the wealthy people live. And at the same time, they want to dictate to everyone else. Yep. How they should live. Uh, it's one thing if it's just input. Hey, I think we should do this. That's great. I'll consider that. But when you mandate things, 
Yeah. When you mandate them, then all of a sudden, you're, now, now you're attacking freedom, or in some cases, you're attacking somebody's ability to just pay their bills. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not just saying this because I know Donald Trump mentioned it the other night, but you know, you better believe that if Biden gets a second term, if you think that he put the kibosh on, uh-huh. you know, oil companies and stuff, well, you ain't seen nothing yet. So if 5 or $6 an hour gas uh, was a difficult thing to deal with yeah. during that period, wait till he gets a hold of them again for four years. Well, we just uh, did a story a couple of days ago where a lot of his greenies are a little concerned because time is ticking. And they need him to get on it and get some of the things they want passed because, what, if he doesn't win? They want these things in place now. Another idea of command and control and people telling you how to live and and going down to the very personal level of saying, you shall get a COVID vaccine or else. Mm. We've seen the fallout from yep. that. Yep. Uh, now Disney uh, and their, uh, you know, they... ABC and Disney, that's part of the same company, um, they must go to court, it's been recently ruled, over a lawsuit filed by two General Hospital crew members who were fired for refusing to comply with the studio's COVID vaccine mandate. Wow. Yep. Now, this doesn't mean they'll prevail, that they'll win a case or a judgment, but at least the initial step of... Forcing them to either settle or go to court Mm -hmm. has been established. Stand by, my friends. Betsy Papine is going to be in the studio next talking pickleball and Habitat for Humanity. Happy Friday, 97.3, The Sky. I'm just very happy to hear you give everyone the truth. I am so happy I I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad the way this country is going. I'm more heartbroken than anything else. Angry. It's just ridiculous and it makes us so angry. I'm just trying to figure out when did we start listening to these freaking weirdos like this? No matter the emotion. That's how I feel and I I don't know what to do and how we fight back. Talk about it here. On the sky. For me, it's really important. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. That's the sound of Friday banging on the drums. It's 9.06 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Uh, One of your top stories is the judge in the Trump case in New York uh, is not going to give him a break and delay the fine at all. Uh, Not really a shocking headline. We'll get back to that and some of our other top stories. But right now, um, I'm talking to one of the most successful uh, realtors uh, in the area, Betsy Papine. Good morning, Betsy. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. Great to see you. It is great to see you. And as often as I talk about you, I don't get to see you nearly enough. So it is great. I know you're so busy. And some of the things you're busy on, because you believe with your success, you want to give back. And you don't just talk about it. You formed uh, a 501c3 called Papine Gives. Tell me what started that. Yes, one of our core values is impact. We really want to make an impact in the community that has been so gracious and generous to us. And we do that through a variety of activities and events. Um, Something that's coming up, as you know, Bob, is our 
second annual Greater Pickleball Tournament. And very excited to tell you about that. It's April 26th through 28th at Northside Courts and 300 Club. And you can get more information at pickleballbrackets.com. 100% of the proceeds goes to Habitat for Humanity, which is our main um, focus this year, trying to raise money to build yet another home for a cost burden family in Alachua County. Now, I believe it was, it might have been last calendar year, but is it true that that you gave over $50,000 to Habitat? We gave $50,000 last year. Our goal is to do that every year for the next 10 years. Yes. I mean, that is substantial. That does make a difference. That is absolutely giving back to the community. Now, the pickleball, uh, you know, I recently started playing. Well, I say recently, maybe two years, but... um, Tried to do a tournament and I think registered at a level that I wasn't ready for. So it was definitely a learning experience. Um, so, but people that are experienced now and they're learning about it, but even beginners are all invited to this Greater Gainesville Pickleball Open, right? Absolutely. Levels 2.0, which is a beginner, all the way up to 5.0, which is a very advanced player. Yeah, I can't imagine playing someone like that. It's, um, uh, it, it's you know, what I like about pickleball is. It's easy and it's hard. Yes, absolutely. When you're first learning it, if you're playing with other people of limited uh, experience, um, it's just it's just flat out fun. It continues to be fun, but it certainly gets a little more competitive. Yes, it does. And but there's a, there's a lot more to it maybe than meets the eye too. Yes. As you advance, absolutely. But it's a really social sport and it's very quick, fast paced. So I think it appeals to a lot of a broad audience of people and ages, which I love. Yes. Well, I compare it to tennis because that's you know I've really enjoyed recreational tennis. But yeah, you really got to make sure you've set up matches. You have to get the court time, and then it takes time to actually, you know, execute and and play the match. Whereas pickleball, and some people may not know this, but where there's like a public park and they have courts, a lot of times I know when I visit St. Pete, you literally almost any time of the day can walk up to a court. There's people playing, and they will just rotate you right yep. in it's a great community of people isn't it. it yes i love the open play concept yes. and for anybody who thinks this is for old people you couldn't be more <laughs> wrong and i saw that in saint pete which used to be full of old people and it's not it's a very dynamic uh, growing metropolis but um people of all ages are playing mm-hmm. i mean i saw a lot of people like in their 30s playing yep. yeah yeah well and uf has their own club now Wow. Yeah. Well, so this, look, it's a growing phenomenon. Um, So you're presenting this tournament. Now, this is your second pickleball tournament. Yeah, we had our first one last year. We had 267 players, which was phenomenal, and got the attention of Selkirk, which is a major pickleball paddle company in the United States. So they are now our title sponsor for this year's event. Oh, and as for people that don't know... That's the key to really raising funds is your sponsorship. You know, I've got the Bob Rose Golf Scramble coming up. Yep. You have one in December, right? Yes. Are you doing that again? Yes, in Golden Cow. Um, so, yeah, we know that that's really the money. You don't make money from the golfers per se. Right. Because you try to give back to them and they're helping out. But it's really the exposure and the sponsorship. So, good for you. Yeah. That's great. How much will it cost uh, a person to enter the the pickleball open? Yes, it's $70 to enter, and that gets you into one venue. So, like, if you wanted to play singles, it would be $70. If you wanted to add doubles to it, it's an extra $10. If you wanted to add mixed doubles to it, it's another $10. So it starts out at $70, and it can go up to $90, depending on how many venues you play. And all the proceeds are going to, in this case, Habitat for Humanity? Yes, absolutely. 
And now your Pepin Gibbs, yes. which is pepingibbs.com if people want to find out more about it. It's a 501c3. Uh, do you do more than just habitat through that? We do. Um, right now we're focused only on habitat, but we okay. also do special grants for people in the community that may need not so much an entire home, but something that needs to have rehabilitation or make it age in, aging in place for a cost burden family or making a home safer than it than it is today so yes we do have that i i've got to ask you this because i know your level of expertise and record-breaking home sales i know you've involved in a lot how difficult is it especially for say a young couple first-time home buyers how difficult is it for them to break into the market so to speak it, it really is a problem um and that's why actually this is you know people don't realize it but it, Alachua County has the highest number of cost burden families because in, in our state, because the median sale price compared to the av- the median salary is there's such a discrepancy there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it costs about 300,000 to get into a house right now. And that is really difficult for a first time home buyer. Well, I moved to Gainesville 22 years ago and I know over time values go up, but there's no way in the world that I could afford to buy the home that I had mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. And so I wonder um, how difficult it is. I know there's programs out there, and you work with people yes, and stuff like that, right? We do. And we're seeing more people go further and further outside of the center core, um, downsizing, going into condos and uh, manufactured homes, trying to get a lower price point. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, But, boy, and the other thing is, is once people hear that, oh, the market's hot, the market's hot, then everybody thinks, well, then their property's golden. <laughs> the house next door might have sold for 700 k that doesn't mean yours is. Yes, exactly. And so you, I know you have to deal with that on a regular basis. All right, so Habitat for Humanity, and I know you do other community-based events. Give me an example of some other things you're involved with. I know you get, like, the people that work for you. Mm-hmm. You do, you guys oh, do, yeah. like, activities and we stuff. Do. Last night we were at Ronald McDonald serving um, family, 75 people for that are staying in the Ronald McDonald house um, because their children are, are sick and in the hospital. Um, we do build days for Habitat where we're helping actually, we don't just give the money, we're actually on site alongside with the family that's going to be moving into the home, building the home. Um, we go to St. Francis House and feed the homeless. We go to Grace Marketplace. Uh, we really, again, one of our core values is impact and we really do believe in giving back. We love the Ronald McDonald House. In fact, we're the official radio sponsor oh, okay. and yeah, yeah, we've done uh, uh, lots of things involving charities that have benefited them so yeah nice we're all about that all right so we've got the greater gainesville pickleball open april 26th through the 28th right and what's the where's the best place to register would that be papine gives no go to pickleballbrackets.com that is the main portal for all things pickleball so pickleballbrackets.com you register there and if you're interested in being a sponsor um, you can get information on our website or call our office at 352-226-8474 and real quick because i was talking about all the things you do in the community you have all kinds of seminars on a regular basis a lot of those uh there's no cost for them right teaching people how to do like an airbnb uh, things like that. Very helpful information that you share with people through, you know, some of them, you may have made mistakes. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> yes, and, and you can save people a lot of money by avoiding some pitfalls and mistakes. And you've got a senior seminar coming up. And this is all things that as your life changes and you head into the senior years, everything that's involved with that, 
Right. You touch on that in the seminar, and it's free of charge. Free of charge. It's next week. You can get more information on our website. It's really just we're trying to be a resource to the community for all things senior. I was faced with that with my own mother having some health issues, and I didn't know where to turn. So it's really it's not just housing. It's how to get health care, how to um, get meals if you need meals, how to fill that gap when you are, are there in a crisis. Um, and sometimes people just don't know where to turn. So we want to be that resource for the community. That is awesome. I think that's a, a very much a needed service. Thank you for, for all you do for the community, Betsy. It's always a pleasure. Great, great having you. All right. Being here. Betsy Papine, uh, you can go to papinegives.com. You can go to papinerealty.com for more information for the pickleball. Go to pickleballbrackets.com. And hopefully I'll be seeing you and everybody else at the end of uh, April, and we'll have some fun. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. All right. Thank you. It is 9.15. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. More headlines on the way and 30 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Would you like to be a fly on the wall when... You know, the AT&T techies are getting together. And what they're really talking about with that failure yesterday. I saw one article that said 35,000 uh, people reported that their service was down. And then I saw another one, 70,000. Yeah. Get out of here. It was like in the millions. But I think they only want to count those who may have actually reported it. Oh, uh, well. How could you report it if your phone wasn't working? Exactly. Come on, and, you got to send them a look, letter? Come on. And look, I'm not picking on them per se Uh, other companies other uh uh cell providers were impacted a lot of people were impacted i think yeah they might be minimizing this a little bit what what's the latest i I saw uh oh it's a software glitch yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah in incorrect process in question yeah, let's see. Uh, application in. Yeah, I already had that one. Where's the other one that talks about? Yeah, it talked about software. Wait a second. Are you telling me <clears throat> that something came up on your corporate screen? It said, "Update your software," <laughs> and you push do it now. Oh no! You Look push what do it now. And the whole darn thing came crashing down, and you wonder why we hesitate to do that. You know, I just did that this morning, actually. Did you really? Otherwise, sometimes it wants to reset in the middle of the show. So well, it's that's better to do it ahead of time. A part, that's part of the problem is some of the things, people's phones were impacted, yes. as well as not getting yep. service. They were locked in certain modes. Like SOS mode or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. And wouldn't do anything. Crazy. It's all crazy. Um, pharmacies, were they yep. impacted by it? Sure, they could be. They're also impacted by cyber attacks. Listen to this. Pharmacies across the country are facing delays in the wake of a cyber attack against the healthcare tech giant Change Healthcare, a leading prescription processor, processor, okay. which said it was, quote, experiencing a network interruption related to a cybersecurity issue. 
Once we became aware of the outside threat, in the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact. Smart. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you got to do. Look, I, I said this before. I'll just run through it real quick. For every, uh, apparently for everybody, at least that's government employed that works on cybersecurity, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, FBI Director Ray said that just like in one country, say China, for every one that we have protecting us, there's 50 trying to hack us. 50 for every one we have. And I think that might even be an under estimation and that just comes from one country you've got people in russia doing that you've actually got people around the world but probably a concentration in in china and russia and it's impacting us and i think this is another one of those tip of the iceberg issues and yet we still are way too reliant on cell service and the internet Way too reliant on it. Now, you know, that could have been something maybe we dealt with when Obama spent billions on shovel-ready projects. Hmm. Where'd that go? Maybe strengthen our defenses um, instead of pouring tens of millions, hundreds of millions into Solyndra that later went belly up. Yeah, that didn't work out well. Yeah. No, not so much. And all these other uh, infrastructure things that Joe Biden has promised. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, this country kind of needs it going over, if you will. Yeah. Some of the highway systems, bridges, we know are decaying, and there's issues with those. Our infrastructure as far as uh, our power grid. And at the same time, when we don't have an efficient, solid power grid... At that same time, Biden's out there mandating for electric cars. Yeah. Uh, You've got the governor of California mandating for electric cars there in an even stricter kind of way. In California, uh, you might have a choice on some days, and this is not an exaggeration. You're either going to run your AC Mm -hmm. or you can charge your vehicle. You can't do both. And in some cases, you may not be able to do either or either one, because there's a brownout or a blackout. Rolling blackouts that they do mm-hmm. to keep the grid from completely melting down. And they're the same. that's the same state that's going to mandate you get an electric vehicle. And, and I guess Biden's people saw that and said, man, that is a model we can follow. <laughs> no. Well, what are they modeling? A disaster. Exactly. Mm. Chaos. Yep. Disaster. Problems, breakdown, more command and control for sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to turn the frowns upside down about 15 minutes. Things that make you smile. More headlines and uh, some fun stuff. Yeah. I'm going to find some fun stuff for you next on 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there. Here's what's trending on the sky. President Donald Trump's ongoing legal battles. The news that's trending. Pay $355 million. Crooked judge. Prepare to post bond as they appeal. The news that's now. Nukes in space. The threat is very serious. You can't be number one on Earth if you're number two in space. Alexei Navalny was murdered. His mother pleading to release her son so she can bury him properly. Now more news. Updates every half hour. 
breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. To know. The economy and inflation. You need the sky. How can we not focus on the invasion of America first? Because Joe can't do the job. And by the way, his policies are horrible. Everywhere. So easy to listen to on my smart speaker. Play 97.3 The Sky. 97.3 The Sky. Even the tooth fairy impacted by inflation. Impacted? You like that? Yeah, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Should I brush up on my humor? <laughs> ah! That was good. Yeah. It's just Friday. thinking for other stuff, and it's, it's just Friday. all of a sudden it went, nope, <laughs> it's a 9 o'clock hour. You call it the 9 uh, o'clock stretch. Your brain has already been stretched out. Yeah. I have to use all eight cylinders of my brain to pull off a four-hour show. Maybe people could do it with less. I can't. Yeah, the Tooth Fairy. Actually, I, I don't think it's fair that they say the Tooth Fairy is feeling the pain of high inflation. Uh, no. The Tooth Fairy is just an intermediary. Right? Yeah, the delivery. The tooth fairy doesn't will, yeah. actually pay, but I don't want to explain too much. Anyway, the average amount of cash left under the pillow by the tooth fairy um, dropped to $5.84 on average, 6% lower than the previous year. Okay? All right. And the worst place to be to lose a tooth as far as payback goes. That's in the South and Midwest. In the Midwest, a worth, uh, the worth of a lost tooth fell by 36%. All the way down to an average of $3.63 in the Midwest. Um, now, the South, the value dropped to five fifty one per tooth. So really, the worst place would be in the Midwest, where you came from, Greg. Man, I wonder why. What's the deal with? Oh, I heard that your tooth fairy wore yeah. boots. Sorry, that's an old Black Sabbath reference. I didn't expect okay. you to get it. Well, uh, yeah, Jefferson County, just outside of the St. Louis County, like the meth capital of the Midwest, so maybe that contributes to it. The teeth aren't worth as much. Or they're losing them so much quicker because of the meth oh, that, that be. the the value actually goes down because yeah. it's there's uh, there, it's diluted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, see, what's Joe Biden doing about that, huh? What have you done for us lately, Joe? How about those secure borders? Ugh. Hey, um, we haven't been mooned for a very long time. What? It was time to get mooned. America. America has returned to the moon. Ah, oh, that moon. Okay. After a 52-year absence. Mr. Moon, did you miss us? Uh, The unmanned spacecraft touched down on the lunar surface shortly before 6.30 Thursday evening. We can confirm without a doubt that our equipment is on the surface and we are on the moon, they said from a television (laughs) studio in the desert. One giant... No. Mm. One small step for man. One giant leap. For mankind. Neil Armstrong, he was in the right place at the right time. Uh, on the moon. First While time, we were sitting here on a flat earth. The first time the United States had a new presence on a lunar surface since NASA's Apollo 11 flight. That was back in 1969. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Wow. 
So what are we going to do when we're up there? I mean, we already have Tang. I know. What, what, what else did we, they invent? Uh, Velcro? Did that come from that or not? Probably. Oh, remember the little uh, those little breakfast sticks like in cellophane? I forget what they were called. Tasted a little mm. funky, but they were they were all right. We got mm. that. Hmm. Yeah. Did you get any like space dust or anything? Mm. Nah. No. Nah. Okay. All right. So, is this a big deal? <sighs> I, I think to the average American, though. And and maybe it is, and maybe there's some scientific stuff that we are capable of experimenting with, things mm-hmm. that we can do now that we couldn't do 50 years ago. But i got to tell you, the overall feeling is, and I, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade, but it's sort of like a little bit of been there, done that. Yeah. And this isn't even manned. Right. So that's even less interesting. Which is, which is sad that you would downplay it still... A uh, huge achievement, sure. You know, even in the modern era, but yeah, it's kind of like yeah, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, what are we doing next? Right. Well, we're going to be mining. Is what we're going to be doing next? Mm. Yeah, we're going to start chisel uh, chisel away at the moon, and then what's going to happen is it's going to affect our tides, and the oh. tides are going to rise, mm-hmm. and then everybody on the left will go. See, Al Gore we right. told you global yeah. warming was real, and See. now the oceans are rising. Yeah. It's like, no, it's because you're mining the moon. Actually, if we really can mine the moon, the Chinese are going to get up there and get ahead of us on it. They've, already, they've probably already got the rights to oh, it. Oh, I'm quite certain. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're mining the moon, not digging into it, land mining it. Oh, Whoa, now we're talking. Gosh, I don't know why my mind went to something but, so but it was nasty. Funny. It was funny, though. Hmm. Vote for me for president. I'll get <laughs> things done. Mr. Compassion. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Rose. So Colorado, my where you can my. smoke your weed without anybody from the law bothering you, right? And it's not just smoke. Oh, my gosh. I was out there. I went into one of those stores a couple of years ago. I was out, in, uh, I was out skiing in Colorado. Uh-huh. And Greg, they've got everything. Really? Any candy, cookies, <laughs> chocolate. Wow. Really? Yeah. Man, when we were growing up, you had to go to the waterbed store, and that was in the back. <laughs> and that was just to get your uh, <laughs> bubble, 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 bubble thing. Bong. It is, a, right. it is amazing everything that they've put the stuff in nowadays. Isn't it? it really is, though. Uh, yeah, and as much as I was, like, very libertarian on the whole thing, I mean, locking people up for smoking the weed, I, I never meant that to be, like, it's perfectly okay to, you know, put THC in your body every day all the time. I probably don't no. think that, you know, I'm not a scientist, but I don't think that's probably in your best interest. No. Yeah. But a small Colorado town... Maybe they got off the weed for a couple of days, started thinking straight. Uh-huh. They unanimously voted to affirm its designation as a non-sanctuary city. Don't be bringing your sanctuary city stuff around here. After the progressive mayor of Denver admitted that his city is hitting its breaking point with the influx of migrants. Hmm. Yeah, I, I understand they were. They were, like, busing them out to anywhere else to get them out of Denver. That's kind of old school, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You had, you had, like, a vagrant 
Yeah. Our sheriff come along and say, uh, uh, get in here, you old dirty scoundrel. Let me give you a ride to the county line. You well, become someone else's problem. Well, now they just bring him to, uh, to Gainesville. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Seems like it anyway. That's true. Uh, the mayor of Monument, a rural municipality sitting between Colorado Springs and Denver, uh, joined Fox and Friends on Wednesday to criticize Denver's use of local resources to support non-citizens. The goal is to make sure that Denver knows that we will not be accepting any busloads of migrants into our community. Wow. The main reason is that we don't have a budget that matches theirs, and we won't utilize taxpayer funds for the support of what they've decided to take on themselves as a self-declared sanctuary city. Are there movements going on in other places that are calling for the redesignation of their cities as non-sanctuary as they see these kinds of expenditures? I made an example of New York City. Remember how Mayor Adams was just oh, yeah. so irritated with, you know, how dare, you know, the governor of Florida or Texas or whatever, you know, send people on a bus to New York City. How dare they? Yeah. But they designate themselves a sanctuary city. And if you don't have the resources there, mm-hmm. what makes you think that these little border towns have resources? Oh, of course, they don't. No. But now, and I think it was Congresswoman Kat Kamek said, or maybe it was one of the sheriffs said, you know, every town in America now is a quote-unquote border town mm-hmm. to some extent. Uh, and, and that's true. So, I, but I haven't heard taxpayers being demanding. There, I saw a meeting of some Chicago residents that were calling with dealing with the issue. I don't know if they were saying we don't want to be designated a... Uh, a sanctuary city anymore, but they were obviously very unhappy with their local government. They, especially people on the lower socioeconomic rung of the ladder, they're the ones that feel the impacts first. Mm-hmm. Has to do with jobs, suppression of wages, criminal activity, safety in the streets, et cetera, et cetera. Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and talk to Donnie. You're on the air. Morning, Bob. Hey, how did the Stampers get this reputation for sending people all over the country? My understanding is, is he sent like two planes to Martha's Vineyard, which was genius. But it's Greg Abbott is the the hero here who sent about a hundred thousand uh, all across the country, which obviously pales to what Biden has sent all over the country. But DeSantis really hasn't done that. Everybody says it on the news. DeSantis has not been sending people anywhere. No, but he has been proactive in trying to thwart uh, efforts or make it or or to not make it any easier. You know, like getting a driver's license if you're an illegal, stuff like that. So he doesn't have, we don't have the influx like Texas. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean we don't have any influx. I believe we do. I believe that I have seen uh, several buses, and I believe that that was exactly what they were doing, was dropping some of these folks off in more outlying communities. Yeah, those white, unmarked buses exactly. in the dark of early morning, as I recall. Yeah, Betsy yeah. saw one in uh, Keystone. 
just the other day. Really? That is not a community that, you know, can mm-hmm. support, um, you know, immigrants because there is, um, there's a lot of people there already that struggle. And the community does the best they can to kind of help those folks out. Right. But, um, no, they're not in a position to take in a bunch of people. Certainly not, you know, (laughs) jobs are not plentiful. But, yeah, I I just wonder, will there be Hmm. a kind of a push against it? Or just vote out all the Democrats. It's probably easier. I wish we uh, could make it that easy. Some folks just seem to be in a rut. Yeah, that's one way of saying it. I was being kind. You were. And that's your nature. (laughs) Be true to your nature, Greg. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. You know what we need? What's that? Not more cowbell. We need more positive thoughts. We need some upbeat thoughts. We need count your blessings. That's right. Things that make you smile. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental is next. Call in now. 8 Seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. You're listening to ninety seven point three. The sky. Mark Levin. Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at six. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. Ninety seven point three. The sky. Friday, and that that makes me smile. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now it's your turn to chime in. 877-975-9825. It is time for Things That Make You Smile. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. And good morning, Kaz. What's making you smile? Hi, sir. Thank you so much. Been listening to you all morning. Um, This really makes me smile. You talked about the Boy Scouts and such, and... um, the Eagle Scouts. My brother, Jeff, um, he's up in Pennsylvania, not far from where um, the plane went down with 9-11 things. But anyway, little town. He helped all these boys, including his sons, to go through everything. They went to Boy Scout camp every summer. They earned their badges. They worked their butts off. They made their own hoagies. They went door to door, and they got Eagle Scouts. And it is still happening in little towns like that. He even still saves um, young boys still, um, helps him, you know, work because he does construction. And it is still beautiful, sir. It's still going on, at least in the small town. Oh, that that is good news. That makes me smile. It also makes me smile that you said hoagie. For people that don't know, that's a sub. There you go. (laughs) Uncle Mike, what's making you smile? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, tomorrow's a full moon. In other words, the farmer's moon, and uh, it's time to start your gardens. Yeah. Get those gardens going. I might actually do, I don't know, some tomatoes or something. I say that every year, but I, I'm really thinking about it. It's hard to find good tomatoes. Uh, let's go to Backyard Bob. What's making you smile? Hey, Bob, uh, just... Bringing back my childhood every time I watch the five or Fox News and I see the uh, judge playing or Gilligan playing the part of the judge just makes me smile. Have a good day. That yep, bringing back some memories. Mark, what's making you smile? Hey, good morning. Um, Hey, at least it's 
Backyard Bob and not front yard Bob washing your car, but what's making me smile was your coverage of Tang, the instant breakfast drink with a full day supply of vitamin C. I remember the 1970s advertisements in between Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. Yep, and then the Wonder Bread. Oh, yeah. Ads. Builds bodies. 12, 12 ways. ways. Yep. Builds strong bodies. Strong bodies, 12 ways. Wow. Don't really... mind the gluten. Look at that stuff. That detail. Thanks, everybody. Coming up next, the Smoking Gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother in law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. We need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Grayson County, Texas, an alleged home intruder, forced his way into a home armed with a hammer. The homeowner attempted to get the man to leave, but was struck by the hammer. The homeowner responded, by shooting the alleged intruder and then calling 911. The guy with the hammer, he did survive. But the lesson? Don't bring a hammer to a gunfight. And that's your smoking gun. The smoking gun is brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family. Have a great, safe weekend. See ya. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.